Jewel Radio presents What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Women positive news you can use. Hello, I'm Kate Wheeler. Tonight's What She Said is brought to you by Roar Publishing, from concept to content. Christine is enjoying a little summer holiday, but you'll still hear her dulcet tones here and there. Don't worry, she won't be singing like last week. And if you missed that epic performance of Kiss by Christine Bentley, feel free to check it out on our Facebook page. That's at What She Said Talk. We are absolutely delighted you could join us this evening for the show. We're going to be speaking to the founder of an underwear line that, while colorful and practical, is also designed to raise awareness and support mental health initiatives. Now, the founder, Lino, you'll meet him in just a moment, um, his son was struggling with debilitating anxiety and self-doubt. And this idea of inner balance wear came to Lino as he was driving into work one day. The bright, bold colors of the sunrise were in front of him, and they triggered in him an overwhelming feeling of self-awareness. When you hear this story, I can tell you, I seriously got chills when I found out how it happened. You'll want to stay tuned for that. Now, I have yet to meet anyone who doesn't love the HBO series Big Little Lies. We are joined this evening by someone who went through a nightmare with a psychopath, and Jen Waite has written a book to help others. With that, it's based on her true life story. Now, Anne Brody, our very own in-house film critic, is just raving about War for the Planet of the Apes. She says it's one of her favorite films this year. So that is high praise indeed. Angelo, Angelo, and have you? Are you a fan of the Planet of the Apes movies? I am not actually. I've You're n- not. I'm not. I just I've tried to watch it numerous times and just. No way. No way. What about you, Alex Simpson? I think I've seen probably just one. Just one? I, yeah, and it was all right, but you, you guys like them, right? What do they know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like. I admit it's a kind of a guilty pleasure um, for me, um, but I, I did enjoy the movies, and I, I, but you, you're just too young. What do you know? <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. Nothing. <laughs> when you need a travel fantasy fix or to add to your bucket list, there's nobody like Candace Derricks, who this evening is going to tantalize us with the islands of. Tahiti. That sounds wonderful. I always love to go to Tahiti. Now, okay, as if menopause wasn't enough of a pain in the you-know-where and didn't cramp our style enough, it seems we also have to pay attention to our teeth in a big way. So Aneda Deddy of Tooth Fairy Frame is going to join us to list a few pointers. And he's a mix of Ed Sheeran and Coldplay. Pop and folk singer Wes Mason performs his new single, Worth It, in our live studio sessions. Don't forget to visit our website, where you will find 25% off Boomer Nutrition's Energy Protein Powder. And don't go anywhere. We will be right back after the break to tell you about this new initiative that is raising money for mental health research. This is what she said. Stay with us. Do you know someone with tingling, numbness, or pain in their hands or feet? Do you know someone with poor balance, difficulty walking, or at risk of falling? These may be symptoms of nerve damage caused by diabetes. Nutarnic Essentials Diabetic Neuropathy Supplement is targeted nutritional therapy for the maintenance of your health. Developed by Dr. Evan Lewis, an expert on nerve health and regeneration. Learn how to optimize your health today at Nutarnic.com. That's N-U-T-A-R-N-I-Q.com. Mental illness, once a taboo subject, has increasingly come to the forefront of today's media concerns. And one company has chosen an innovative, colorful way to address the issue, underwear. Joining us this evening is Lino Folotico and Alicia Zadrovec of Inner Balance Wear. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Lino, let's start with you. How did this all come about? Uh, My son uh, suffers with anxiety. And one day he's talking to me, and Elise is at, at home with me together. And what's happening is he's trying to express himself. He's he's just he feels overwhelmed. He suffered really from sports anxiety, is what they called it. He got chosen to go to University of Alabama, and this is going. We're going back five years from this time. 
So he was suffered with these, they, they said he was suffering from uh, sports anxiety at the time. He was a striker at, for the University of Alabama. He was chosen. He chose which university he went to. He had multiple offers where he wanted mm-hmm. to go. He chose University of Alabama. When we get there, we sign them all up and everything, and then we, we sit down together. I'm, I'm making things quick. I'm just getting to the point. We sit down, and he looked at me. He says, Dad, he goes, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And a week before this, he started feeling antsy, very, very antsy. We just thought it was nervous him, you know, going away or whatever. Anyway, we go to Alabama. We sign up the documents. Then we're at uh, dinner together. We're having dinner together. We're celebrating. And he looked at me and said, um, It's okay, Lena. We're here. We're here for you. He said, Dad, if I stay, he goes, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, my goodness. So once I heard this, I called up his coach. I said, Mike, I'm sorry. The deal's off. I have to take my son back. Anyway, I brought him back home. He mm-hmm. got, he was going for some therapy, and that's when they said he had sports anxiety at the time. Fast forward, many years go by now. He's graduated. So we went to, we had to find a university for him, and he went to Brock University. Thank you. At the time, he was going to University of Alabama, so we had to now find a university for him. We went to um, Brock University. He graduated mm-hmm. five. This is now five years later. Right. He graduated in communications. Very proud of him. Then he was um, he started feeling very um, antsy, and we started talking one day. He says, "Dad, he goes everything for me feels like it's closed in." He goes, "I can't, I can't explain to you how I feel." He goes, "It's like everything is crushing him." And I said to my son. Son, if there's anything I can do for you, I would take your pain and I would take it myself. So that's how I felt. I felt I felt hopeless at the time. I just didn't know how to help them. I want to understand them. I want to help you, but I don't get it. I don't get it. For me, I just move forward. Mm-hmm. We get over I said, look, me and your mom went through a separation. We're divorced. Uh, well, I'm not officially divorced, but separated at the time. We had a business. She got the business. I started a new company. You have to push yourself to do it. You have to look at things and say, you know what? It's okay. Move forward. He goes, Dad, I'm not you. I'm not you. Mm-hmm. Fast forward into this conversation. I noticed telling my son, son, if I could do this for you, I swear to God, I could take any pain away from you. I would. So how did this realization about inner balance, it came very early one morning with a sunrise. Something came to you. The very next day, I'm driving to work, and literally the sun is rising. And like a lightning bolt, it just hits me like that. I saw everything in a matter of 20 seconds, maybe less, but within 20 seconds, I saw exactly what I have to do. So from a catering company that I have, which... Mm-hmm. I went to underwear company, but I saw the vision in front of me. I says, now I know. Even the lyric, even the song that we, we came up with, even the, let the first thing you put on be you came out of my head in two seconds. Uh, inner balance where it came in, in a matter of one second. I knew all the names. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I called Alicia. I says to her, as a son, I called Alicia up. I says, Alicia, you got to write this down. I see purple. I see indigo, I see, I see blue, I see indigo, I see green. I told her all the colors that I see. I says, I am this, I am that, I am, I am. Okay, so, so let, let, let me just get Alicia to explain, um, to explain the I am message and the right. colors on the, on the underwear. Yeah, so it was actually quite fascinating because when he had called me, what Lino has no idea or concept of anything yoga-related, chakras, anything like that. Like that. So when he was... When he actually started listing the colors to me, Hmm. it literally, I did a complete turnabout because I quickly realized that he was listing the chakra colors in order from crown to root. And every affirmation that he was saying, starting with the I am's, was quite literally targeting each and every chakra. 
And so he kept saying, I see purple, I see this this blue, but it's a darker, light blue, I got green. chills then. I yeah. got chills. You really got a message, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, on, honestly. And I did. he had no idea that that's what he was talking. And so when I told him, I said, do you have, do you even realize that you just listed the chakra colors? And so he was like, no, no. idea what you're talking about. And so that's when he then he said, Alicia, you you got to write this down and it has to be let the first thing you put on be you. And that's when I realized this is why he had this fascination with underwear because he kept liking the styles. <laughs> he would talk about yeah, how he liked underwear. Not in not like a, a deviant kind of, no, he just loved them. I always them. liked them. I don't know It why. was so weird. And now it was like full circle. It actually came full circle as to, oh my gosh, let the first thing you put on has to be you. It's a- yeah. And the underwear okay. that you're choosing. So the affirmations take us through that. I have I am me. That's red. That's right. That's mm-hmm. the red. So the red is the grounding one. So the each of the chakras um, represent for the men and the women are different. So for instance, for the women is I am I am understanding for the purple. Mm-hmm. I'm intuitive for the indigo. I am expressive for the blue. The green is I am loving. The yellow is I am spirited. The orange is I am sensual. And the red is I am me. Anything red is always I am me because it's the root and it's grounding. And you are who you are and it's right. perfect and brilliant just as you are. Exactly. So, And, and for the, the men, it's, it's, it's similar. Different it's different sayings it's, for the men. Different sayings for the men. Right. Um, with the similarities always being the red and then the blue, the light blue, because it's the throat and it's expressive. It's expressive. That's, that's what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm so glad I know. <laughs> Lena. Um, so, but what's really exceptional is what you're doing yes. with Inner Balance Wear is donating 7% net mm-hmm. proceeds of all underwear packages sold yes. to the various mental health associations mental health. and organizations, everything from uh, we're planning on, we didn't want to just partner with one specific, we wanted to go with multiples. So we, we're even targeting the grassroots organizations within communities. Okay, so so this this I'm just it's the whole theory is you're the mood. I mean it's like days of the week underwear, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's mood of the week That's underwear. Right. So I am me, this is what I'm I'm feeling today. Yeah. This will reinforce your feeling. My yeah. feeling and will also help other people like your son, right. Lino, um, deal with their um, Mental health. Right. There's That's a right. lot of things in the morning. You don't choose what you want to be. You usually grab your underwears and just put them on and leave, right? Now you're actually choosing what you're going to be today. You make There's a, a conscious You're making effort. a conscious choice of what you're doing today. Therefore, you're already, you're already now in putting in your head. You're instilling in yourself. Here's what I'm going to be today. I'm going to be conscious. I'm going to be thoughtful. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be expressive. I'm going to be me. And there's nothing wrong with that. How is your son? My son is doing pretty good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And how's the company doing? When did you launch? We launched on July, Friday. 7th. Yeah, July seven. July seventh. July seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That is that's amazing. Yeah. And yes. so we're very excited that yes, you came to us yes. to talk about it's it. It's innerbalancewear.com. Okay. And our social media pa- platform is innerbal. So I N N E R B A L Wear W E A R. Okay. And uh, roughly how much do they? Um, they go for eighty-seven seventy-seven. You get the free chakra bracelet included and shipping is completely free and covered. And of that, the 7% will go towards um, the charities. Various charities. And you plan to keep that going? Oh, for sure. It's, it this will never end. Do, never we don't end. want to put a limit exactly as what to. I'm design- this is what I'm meant to do right now. It really is. I mean, yeah. seriously, I got chills when you said that. Oh, when it's, I just, true. it's you can't. This is unbelievable. I'm telling you, I'm living this right now. Yes, and I can't believe it. How's and that? we <laughs> have a song that was made especially for us. It's okay. called "I Am Me" by Mel Grace. Um, she wrote it and sang it for us. It's amazing, and it's on our website, and it will be released. That is awesome. Thank yes. you very much, and and thank you, Lino, and thank you for for talking so openly about this. We need more people to do what you're doing. Thank you. This is what she said. Stay with us. Boomer Nutrition Energy Protein Powder is the first protein supplement specifically designed for people over 40. Their research-based formula helps your body combat aging by maintaining lean muscle and slowing age-related muscle loss with added B vitamins for energy and leucine. Boomer Nutrition Protein Powder helps you increase metabolism and support a healthy lifestyle. Use code WSSRADIO at Amazon.ca to save 25%. Visit MyBoomerNutrition.com for details. Be ageless. Live your life with Boomer Nutrition. 
Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsAndCo.com. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio. Well, we have chatted often on the show about the HBO series Big Little Lies, centered around at least two women abused by a man, one of whom was married to him. Joining us this evening is author Jen Waite, whose book, A Beautiful, Terrible Thing, just hit store shelves. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much for having me. Now, your book is based on real-life events. Tell us your story. Yes, so I was married to... The perfect man, um, seemingly perfect man, soulmate, totally in love, head over heels, thought it was a fairy tale romance. Um, we were together for five years, um, married for about two years. And right after I gave birth to my daughter, I opened up my computer for the first time um, since being home from the hospital. And the first email that I saw on the screen, my husband's email was actually up on the screen and, and my eyes kind of just moved down the page and I saw an email with the subject line appointments. And for some reason that just, I, I honestly don't even know why, but I just, that seemed a little strange to me and because the rest of them were work emails and this one was called appointments and I could see that it was between him and a realtor. And I clicked it and it just had one line and it said, um, my girlfriend and I have decided to go with another apartment, but thank you for your time last week. So that was kind of the beginning um, to really discovering that my whole reality was a lie, a complete lie. Um, I ended up finding out that he had a girlfriend. I mean, and that was really just the, the tip of the iceberg. So many lies and betrayals and secrets and... Um, Found that out over the course of a few months um, and then, you know, went home to Maine where I'm from and started writing. And that is where I am today with my memoir. So would you say he's a, a, a psychopath? So Sociopath? That, yeah, that, that is um, a large part of the memoir and of my discoveries in real life. I ended up doing a lot of research when I got home because I was just – intent on understanding what had happened. I just, I was in so much shock and disbelief that I think I thought if I could just make sense of it, then somehow, you know, that would at least give me something to hold on to. Um, so I started doing a lot of research. I remember that I Googled husband, personality change, pathological liar. Um, and the first website that came up mentioned that there was one type of uh, pathological liar that you should never under any circumstances enter into a relationship with. And if you are in a relationship with, you need to go no contact immediately. And that was the sociopath. And I had always associated the word sociopath with serial killer, murderers in jail. Um, and honestly, didn't really know that much about what a sociopath was. And so I started researching psychopathy um, and uh, sorry, uh, psychopathy um, and sociopathy and uh, looked at all the red flags. And it was just like the hairs on my arm stood up because every single trait, everything started to make sense. It was impulsiveness, um, pathological lying, parasitic lifestyle, um, excessive charm, uh, everything started to make sense. And the relationship cycle, idealize, devalue, discard, is exactly, I mean, exactly what I went through. So that... Okay, let, let me say, devalue, he devalued you and then threw you away? Is that what you mean by devalue, discard? Yep, so that is the relationship cycle that really every everyone with um, 
on the spectrum of narcissistic personality disorder or psychopathy basically cycles through the same relationship cycle with each person. Um, so the first stage is idealized where they place you on a pedestal and it's amazing and wonderful and you feel like the center of the universe. And then the second stage is devalue where they start to very subtly um, the traits that they once idealized about you that made you feel incredible. They start to very subtly kind of um, poke holes and actually use those very traits to make you feel badly about yourself. It's very complex and actually like quite high level gaslighting and manipulation. Um, like I can give you an example of that. My ex-husband always used to talk about how beautiful I was without makeup. And then during the devalue phase, I remember before I found the email, my daughter was maybe two weeks old and we were about to go to brunch. And he just looked at me really closely and said, I'll hold the baby while you put makeup on. And it was just very subtle, and I kind of just did a little bit of a double take, but I was like, okay, I haven't brushed my hair in two weeks. Maybe he's right, you know? Just little subtle things like that that they start kind of dropping uh, more and more. And then the discard is really when the mask just drops completely, and it's just... Well, was it that the mask dropped or that you caught him? And that's what, yes, you're you're right, and that's kind of the conclusion that I came to um, in the memoir as well, is that I accelerated the devalue phase by finding that email. I don't think he was necessarily ready to discard, um, but by finding that email, um, I think he decided, okay, well, the act is over, so I'm just going to... Because the night that he came home um, after I confronted him about the email, he was a completely different person. I mean, literally, it was I was in a panic because I didn't recognize anything about him. His his posture was different. His body language was different. His eyes were just completely dead. Um, and it was unlike anything I had ever experienced before. Do you think that finding out about the hus your husband's affair – was a good thing or a bad thing in hindsight? Oh my God, such a good thing. <laughs> such a good thing. Um, especially, uh, it sounds counterintuitive, but especially with the newborn because she was so young. Um, she doesn't know, you know, she, she doesn't know anything different than her reality now, which is just me and her. Um, and I have a very supportive family, which I'm very grateful for. But I went through an intense grieving process and she was so young. I mean, she was one month, two months, three months old during that. Um, so she didn't, you know, see any of or understand any of that. At least she wasn't aware of it. She was healthy and happy. And my parents were helping me take care of her during that phase. Um, and How old is she now? She's two. And does your ex-husband, her father, see her? No. He has pretty much, once again, since the mask, quote unquote, dropped, um, kind of just just gone off the radar. Uh, no texts, no FaceTime, no visits, nothing. Uh, so he's discarded her as well. I would say that so that he doesn't want any part of a life where we know what he is. We know the truth. Yes. Now, you, I understand you are applying to graduate school to become a licensed therapist and you want to specialize uh, with people that are recovering from psychopathic relationships. That is a path that um, I started down um, about a year ago and was applying to graduate schools and then really quickly <laughs> realized that I needed to slow down a little bit and um, because I have a full-time job in insurance actually and um, I'm a single parent and I'm putting out a book so I, um, I'm still strongly considering that but I kind of put the brakes on a little bit and um, just want to make sure that it's a really thoughtful, considered decision and not just a reaction to a mm -hmm. traumatic event. So I'm just being, you know, completely genuine about that, that I, I want to make sure that that's the right path for me. But I am still strongly considering that. It's interesting that you didn't know or that nobody really knows. I mean, how, how prevalent do we know how prevalent psychopaths are? How many people mm -hmm. are, are, are living with one, maybe? Um, you know, there is a statistic, uh, one in 25 people lie somewhere on the psychopathy spectrum. A lot of psychiatrists think that's actually a really conservative estimate because it's very hard to obviously determine, um, you know, who is and who isn't since inherently they're extremely manipulative and, and just chameleons. They're, they're really, really good actors. Um, at the same time, there are red flags to look out for. And, you know, Ooh, I tell us a couple okay. because that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're in the memoir. Um, and, you know, it's once you know them, it's like you can 
completely um, steer clear. So love bombing, number one, and that is kind of exactly what it sounds like. At the beginning, it is just intense, um, constant flattery, adoration. You really feel amazing and wonderful center of the universe, but it's it's so much so soon. Um, if you really take a step back and think, could this possibly be genuine from, you know, like mm -hmm. genuine feelings from someone that I've known for a couple weeks? And at the time when I was 25, I really just thought that I had found my soulmate and was in love. Um, so that's the first one. I would say the second really big red flag is called the pity play. And that is when someone, whenever you catch them in bad behavior, they kind of change the narrative by telling like a sob story where they become the victim and they're not necessarily correlated. Okay. Um, so that's definitely another huge red flag to look out for. Um, and then I would say actions aligning with words. If you are dating someone who's constantly, you know, has a, has a great word game and then their actions aren't backing everything up, then I would say run. Run. Okay. <laughs> uh, let our, our uh, listeners and followers know where they can get a beautiful, terrible thing, a memoir of marriage and betrayal. Uh, you can buy a beautiful, terrible thing uh, anywhere that sells books, Amazon, um, Indigo Chapters. I know that Canada has the only trade paperback um, in print right now, which is really awesome. So, yeah, anywhere that sells books, go out and, and grab a copy if that's something that interests you. All right. Thank you very much for, for talking about this. And thank you very much for writing the book. Oh, thanks for having me on. This is what she said. Stay with us. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Adding some extra sparkle to your home is easy with Glass Lighting Gallery. Now with two locations to serve you, each featuring hundreds of in-stock pennants, lamps, and chandeliers to choose from. And both come with Glass Lighting Gallery's friendly staff that will help you find the perfect lighting solution for your home. It's bling for your home at Glass Lighting Gallery, 28 Commerce Park Drive in Barrie, and now open in Aurelia at the corner of Mississauga and West Street. Visit glasslightinggallery.ca. What She Said is more than women-positive news. First, it's a radio show on the Jewel Network with a dedicated and growing audience of affluent men and women aged 35-plus. But What She Said is also a digital platform with thousands of followers, the ideal target market for your brand. What She Said features companies and trendsetters, those on the leading edge of fashion, business, lifestyle, entertainment, travel, technology, and finance. Get your brand on What She Said and get results. Go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio. Saturday night and the moon is who cares what picture you see. It is Saturday night at the movies indeed. So joining us now is our film critic, Anne Brody. And Anne, I have a confession. I have always loved the Planet of the Apes movies. I understand that because I have two. <laughs> They're smarter than the average bear. Oh, I know. But but the first one when you saw the Statue of Liberty oh. on the ground. Was, <gasps> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It just gets your heart. Of course, he took that from Stanley Kubrick, but Ugh. the apes. Um this new one, War of the Planet of the Apes, is spectacular. There's something about it that's so deep, so profound, spiritual, psychological, and almost a meditation on war. And there's a lot of imagery of sort of Nazis. The, the humans are the Nazis in uniform and marching all over the place, kind of like North Korea. And the apes are becoming smarter and smarter over time with evolution. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we see the, the, the battling and the strategizing and, and the kindness of the apes and their refusal to do anything that would compromise their, their sense of self and worth. Whereas the humans, led by Woody Harrelson, who's really good. Ooh, Woody Harrelson is a bad guy? Yeah, he's the colonel. And he's like Colonel Kurtz, Heart of Darkness and Apocalypse okay. Now. So I think that's where he got it from. But it is such a spectacularly made film, so well-imagined. And quite profound, and it bears seeing a few times, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. I think Big Thunder is going to love it. Oh, that, that would be my husband. That's his nickname, Big Thunder, when he's boxing. Although Sophie decked him the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she has a perfect punch, apparently. <laughs> um, now, The Little Hours, I've heard that this is an exceptional tale. 
It's so funny. It's so unexpected. I've never seen anything like it. It's based on one of the stories of the Decameron. So it's it's erotic. It's about love. It's about mischief. Um, and it's set in a convent in Tuscany in 1400. So, And there's an element of the beguiled in it, which actually, maybe the beguiled got it from the Decameron. So all these women who are starved they're in every way, physically, spiritually, mentally, sexually, a very handsome man shows up, played by Dave Franco. And of course, the same things happen as in the beguiled, all the girls seduce him. But they're cloistered nuns. They're cloistered nuns. They don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the funniest thing to me, just it's Alison Brie and um, Aubrey Plaza and David Franco. But the funniest moment to me was when they got drunk one night in the convent. Instead of, you know, as we would, belting out ACDC or uh, Queen, they belt or out Kiss. Plain song. <laughs> Plain you song? stepped on my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Plain song, you know, Gregorian chant. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That just killed me. All right. Now, we seem to have had, or is it just me, a whole lot of Holocaust dramas released lately. Um, and this one is Past Life. Tell us about that. Well, it's about the idea that the sins of the parents are visited upon the children. So these these girls, these Israeli girls who live in uh Heifetz, I think. Um, there's their sisters. One is a is a dirt digging journalist. The other one's a soprano, and she's the singer is sent to Berlin to perform, and a woman recognizes her last name, and confronts her after the concert, saying, "Your father killed my son." So the girl goes home. It's contemporary times. She goes home and, and begins to investigate, and so does her sister. Well, her sister, who's really getting deeply into this, is struck by cancer. She says it's caused by her father's sin. That's the whole thread running through this. And so they confront their father, and, uh, you know, that's all I'll tell you about it. But it was sort of a strange film. It, it was so personal to this family, uh, you know, not universal, not especially moving. But, you know, an interesting side note. Okay. Now, if you grew up in the Toronto area, in the GTA, you heard over the years and the decades from neighborhood activist Jane Jacobs. Now there is a documentary, Citizen Jane, Battle for the City. And it's on HBO, and it is incredible. And I've had, since we talked about it on the show when it opened theatrically Mm -hmm. in May... People have asked how they can see it, so here's the chance. She redesigned cities in the States where she lived initially. She thought those slab apartment buildings were dehumanizing, and they lessened community, community to, the, to the extent that it worsened people's lives. And the highways, do you know that one fellow planned to take down the buildings in, in Paris, you know, 50, 60 years ago, just knock down all the old buildings and put in apartment buildings and highways, that kind of thinking, which, if you ask me, is kind of coming back with all the condos. Yeah. Um, you know, Young Eglinton area, up near where I am, we've got a bit of a battle going on. Um, you know, senior citizens walking around with placards saying, City of Toronto, stick to your plan, because they're breaching, they're, go, they're going past the plan. That's anyway, not right. so that's that. Now, Netflix, you like oh. Friends from College. Oh, <laughs> it's my new crush. I, sensational. I, I watched um, Glow. The yeah, the wrestling one? Yes. Yes, and ladies wrestling. I like that too. Did you? Yeah, I've heard I good things about it, yeah, but I did good. not see it. Um, so Friends from, Friends from College, college is, is a cast of uh, Harvard College friends who are still together, you know, 20 years later, still li- living over the old days. But it's led by Keegan-Michael Key. Try to say that. Six times fast? No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Fred Savage. I haven't seen Fred that name. Fred Savage. He plays a gay guy who's with a really sort of uptight partner who doesn't like him partying with his college friends. And the writing is just incredible. Okay. It's such brilliance. Just and, and Key just pulls off. He and Jordan Peele. And I think Jordan Peele's film, Get Out, I think that's going to have some Oscar movement. But, um, you know, the two of them are just powerhouses. And this Friends from College thing is absolutely sensational. 
Okay, and Netflix has scored again, you think, with To the Bone. It's about a girl played by Lily Collins who has anorexia and is constantly in therapy and seems to be, um, you know, irretrievably stuck. So we follow her through this journey to a non-traditional psychiatrist played by Keanu Reeves. And uh, I won't tell you any more. And it does not glamorize anorexia. You really see her struggle. You know, her mother brings her a cake that says, eat up, Ellen. So, you know, those things aren't helpful, but uh, very, very much worthwhile. All right. And Brody, as always, thank you very much. Thank you. I would fly across the sea and I would help her get up on my knees, live the way she used to live before. Well, joining us now is our travel expert, Candace Derricks, and we are going to be talking about somewhere where I, I've always wanted to go back to because I was there apparently when I was very small it oh. used to be a stop between you know the northern hemisphere and Australia okay. but not so much anymore now you can fly over so I don't even remember it but oh what is oh that's too uh, bad I know it's not, yeah. not fair, not fair. <laughs> I've <laughs> never been <laughs> oh, so there you go well, you have to go so well today we're talking about the islands of Tahiti mm-hmm. um and I think most people uh, view the islands of Tahiti as a bucket list destination. Yes, absolutely. But I mean, certainly when you see the likes of Barack Obama and Pippa Middleton uh, vacationing there, some might feel it's sort of out of reach, but it's really it's I have really heard not. it's expensive. It can be, absolutely. Uh, but it does cater. There, You can do it um, uh, on a budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the opportunity to visit this year uh, in January on a press trip with uh, 20 journalists from around the world. And uh, so a lot of the perceptions I had going into it were sort of busted on this trip. So I want to talk about a few of them today, a sort of before you go, here's what you need to know. Uh, so it's not just Bora Bora. I think a lot of people think of Tahiti and they think of that, you know, that quintessential bungalow over the water in Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. There's actually 118 islands in the islands of Tahiti, 40 of which are still uninhabited, but there are 118 islands in all. Mm-hmm. So I understand the desire for people to get to Bora Bora, but I would say if you're planning to go, make sure you plan your trip to visit more than just one island. You want to visit at least a few of them. Uh, I spent some time on the big island of Tahiti, which is gorgeous, and Bora Bora and Maria. So I thought Bora Bora would be my favorite, but it was actually Maria, um, what they call the magical island, that um, stole my heart forever. It's this... Um, you know those old posters you used to see of the South Pacific, mm-hmm. the mountains, and the that's what it was. It was just green and lush with these gorgeous blue lagoons, um, Polynesian hospitality and French culture. It was perfect. Uh, and we stayed at the Sofitel Maria there, uh, which was a flawless resort. And uh, so... I the just whole, think you yeah. should do our job for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and, and send you we, to do mine. And we should do yours. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> sure. Fair uh, is fair. <laughs> when I do go, well, let's see. If I if I go back, I do want to do Rangora and the Marquesas because I hear the Marquesas has a totally different vibe to it. Um, How affordable was it, did you find? Okay, well, so... That's why I just want to talk about the overwater bungalow for a second. I think everybody mm, thinks, everybody's oh, I, seen if it, I yeah. go, I have to stay in an overwater yeah, bungalow. Yeah, if you're going to go, you've got to do it. Sure. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you, I stayed in one, and I, it's not all it's cracked up to be if you're a light sleeper. So it's noisy? I was, uh, well, yeah, with the waves crashing up against it all night. I mean, it's lovely, but you can, if you're a light sleeper, I was up all night listening to the waves. And so it may not be everything you think earplugs, it is. Earplugs, Candace, you need to travel yes, with earplugs. Yes, I know. And then, but they also started at roughly $1,000 Canadian a night. And you need to travel with an empty credit card. <laughs> <laughs> and I per just person think, or? Uh, per room, yeah, per person, yeah, $1,000 per person per room, yes. Oh. Per night. Per, yes. Yes. Per, per person so as two thousand per for room. Night. Yes. For okay. a couple. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of better things to spend your money on. And you can still get the TD experience if you stay on a bungalow on the beach or in one of the resort hotels. Uh, you can still get out and do all of the beautiful things for Tahiti. You could Instead go out of, in a glass bottom boat. Well, <laughs> a lot of people spend their money. They save and save and save to stay in this overwater bungalow. And then they just sit there. They, have, they can't do anything else because they've blown their budget on this, this right. hotel, right? So or maybe you do a, a resort and just do one night. Yeah, absolutely. Just to say that you've done absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think everybody also thinks it's for lovers and it's also it's not. It's a really a great family destination. 
Uh, it's wonderfully devoid of like furry costume characters. It's like a real holiday uh, with great things to do. You can get your family out in Navaja, which is like their outrigger canoe, which is like a national obsession in Tahiti. Uh, they all do it from the teeniest, tiniest kid to the oldest uh, person. They love it. And um, you can bring your snorkeling gear and it's teeming with life. And one of the things I think that people think is, is really hard to get to, and it's actually not. It's uh, from Toronto. It's get yourself to L.A. And then from L.A., um, you just grab an Air Tahiti Nui flight uh, to Tahiti. Nice. And between the islands, there's ferries and uh, planes that take you in between the islands. So getting around is actually quite easy. It's not this complicated ordeal. It takes some time to get there for sure. It's about an eight-hour flight from Los Angeles. And what about the time of year, weather-wise? Is it well, actually, uh, so it's reverse. So their great time to go is actually now. So uh, right now is, is high season for them. But there's really not really a bad time of year to go. It's very much like the Caribbean. You know, it's, it, you can go mm-hmm. any time in the way. It's, it's great. You know, you might get a little rain here and there, but it's going to clear. Mm. So it's a beautiful destination, I would say, year-round. The weather is, is temperate, nice all year. And the French Polynesian food is good. Everything's oh, the lovely. food is, is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, it's, a, it's a great place. But, you know, they also are big on food trucks. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. There's nothing wrong with a good street yeah. food. Yeah. No. Uh, Viet Square, uh, just when you get the ferry to Maria, there is this huge uh, area that has all these food trucks. And people just gather around. And you can get all these great different kinds of food. And you sit out under the stars and eat them with, with people at these long tables. It's, it's really a fun experience. Well, thanks to you. Yeah. This has moved up my bucket list. Oh, nice. Good. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us, Thank Candace. you. Thank you. And where can people connect with you? They can find me um, at lifeinpleasantville.com. And I would tell them to go to tahititourism.ca for all the information uh, that I talked about today and Tahiti Tourism on Facebook. Well, we'll chat with you in a few weeks. Thank you. This is what she said. Stay with us. Do you know someone with tingling, numbness, or pain in their hands or feet? Do you know someone with poor balance, difficulty walking, or at risk of falling? These may be symptoms of nerve damage caused by diabetes. Nutarnic Essentials Diabetic Neuropathy Supplement is targeted nutritional therapy for the maintenance of your health. Developed by Dr. Evan Lewis, an expert on nerve health and regeneration. Learn how to optimize your health today at Nutarnic.com. That's N-U-T-A-R-N-I-Q.com. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Boomer Nutrition Energy Protein Powder is the first protein supplement specifically designed for people over 40. Their research-based formula helps your body combat aging by maintaining lean muscle and slowing age-related muscle loss with added B vitamins for energy and leucine. Boomer Nutrition Protein Powder helps you increase metabolism and support a healthy lifestyle. Use code WSSRADIO at Amazon.ca to save 25%. Visit MyBoomerNutrition.com for details. Be ageless. Live your life with Boomer Nutrition. You're listening to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Women positive news you can use on Jewel Radio. Doctor's order, For many women, menopause hits like a tornado and many things go topsy-turvy between hot flashes and weight fluctuations, mood swings and changed sleep patterns. What, somebody been in my diary? Is it any wonder that our oral health is also impacted? Joining us this evening is an expert on that topic, Anida Deddy, the owner and founder of Dental X Smile Centres, including Toronto's first Tooth Fairy headquarters. And she is here to share some things we should all know about. Welcome back to what she said, Anida. Thank you. So what do the dips in progesterone and adjesterone that accompany menopause hormonal fluctuations do to our system? Because I have all of the symptoms above. It does. Uh, the menopause um, affects the whole body, of course, um, the mouth as well. And uh, usually the um, levels of estrogen decrease quite a lot during menopause. And that's what causes uh, the uh, bones to be very weak and uh, also brittle. So that's why osteoporosis is a very common thing during menopause. Mm -hmm. But it also doesn't just affect the legs and the arms, but it also affects the jaw bones. And that's why you have quite some stuff happening during menopause in the oral oral, um, health. 
So what can some of the symptoms be and what should we be watching for? There is quite some. Uh, Usually the most common one is uh, it's called a burning mouth syndrome. And usually it's very uncomfortable and it can be um, at different times. It's not just continuously. So it kind of comes and goes and you definitely have to look for it. Um, It's very uncomfortable because you have a burning tongue, burning cheeks, burning lips. And this usually is from um, different causes during menopause. One of the most common one is um, is the nutritional deficiency which you were actually um, telling me just earlier, mm-hmm. that the nutritional deficiency affects a lot the mouth. So that's why we have to uh, look at our diet and see what's going on, what can we improve. And usually it's a great idea to also have a dietitian, and they usually tell you what to do and um, what to take that is better for your um, for your overall health, not just the oral health. Okay, so I'm on HRT. So hormone replacement yes. therapy, would that help protect me? Of course. Okay. That's definitely going to help you. And it's a great thing to do during uh, menopause. And um, also it's something that, you know, usually you don't have to do it only during menopause. It's usually, you know, mm-hmm. like the nutritional counseling is, is usually good to do even in other times when you see that something is, uh, is off in your health or oral health or overall health. Um, another thing that causes the um, burning mouth syndrome is also stress. And usually stress is a very common thing, not just during menopause, but I would definitely say that that's probably um, a lot more during menopause because you are not sleeping well, um, you are not eating well, there is a lot of things going on in your system, so definitely stress is a big thing. And uh, probably if you can see um, the doctor and make sure that you can um, kind of, you know, keep it under control with the, with the stress that's going to help with, uh, with the mouth. Yeah, yes. I was just going to say, I'd never heard of this before, burning mouth syndrome. Is there anything else? You can uh, definitely, sometimes during menopause, you also have uh, thyroid problems, and that's also going to cause this kind of syndrome. So definitely you have to um, see the doctor and make sure that there is nothing else going um, through that period of time. So it's, it's a very common thing during, um, during that time. How should you be looking after your oral health differently during menopause or preceding menopause than you would normally? You shouldn't. You should have, uh, you should do exactly the same thing what you do before. But uh, probably I would say that maybe to have a little bit more caution during menopause and see for the signs and symptoms that you have during that time, if they are something different, what you haven't seen probably previously to that. So if you see that you have a lot of dry mouth and maybe if you are having difficulty chewing or swallowing, or even if you are talking and you see that your mouth is getting dry just after a little bit of talking, that's definitely a sign that you have to see a dental professional to make sure that you can do something to prevent or to make that better. My gums seemed more sensitive than they've ever been when I hit that time, the the change. Yeah, definitely. And that's a very common thing as well, Uh, the um, sensitive gums and uh, the sensitive teeth. Usually you see that your gums are bleeding a little bit more, they are a little bit dry, they are shiny. So what us as a dental professional, we usually say you have to watch a little bit um, also what you are using in terms of toothpaste and uh, mouth rinse. Um, nothing against mouth rinses, but I'm not a big fan of mouth rinses. I usually like more like the grandma's recipe, a little bit of uh, warm salt water and just mm-hmm. rinse a little bit. And that's usually great. It helps you. It's very easy. It's cheap. It's very like, I mean, you can do it at any time. With the mouth rinses, because they contain a lot of chemicals, and mm-hmm. especially the ones that have alcohol, they dry your mouth even more, mm-hmm. usually, never mind when you're going through menopause. Also, the uh, toothpaste contains some chemicals, and that's a very normal thing. So probably I would suggest maybe at that period of time, if you're seeing a lot of changes in your mouth, probably just use maybe some natural toothpastes. And usually the ones that contain um, echinacea or some other ones, usually if you go to the uh, health food store, they will definitely have quite some um, different options for everybody. I also use those little spiky um, picks that go bet- between your teeth for the gums. They seem to help almost toughen them up a little bit. Of course. They are called, we call them soft picks. Soft um, picks. That's soft it. Picks. Well done. Yes. <laughs> so usually they are great. They are, um, I've heard that they are as good as flossing. I would not compare them to flossing, but they are very good and they kind of stimulate the gum. Mm-hmm. So definitely they do help quite a lot. So when should we start fortifying our hormonal levels to protect against some of these outcomes? 
Should it be when we're diagnosed as being perimenopausal, so just going into menopause, or, or should we wait for symptoms? Usually it's a great idea if you do that a little bit before. Menopause is just, um, it's just aging process, like everything else that we will see as we age. So definitely if you know that you are going through that stage and you are getting close to that stage, you your body will feel it in the beginning. So probably that's a great idea if you go um, to the dental professional, tell them what you are going through, tell them that, you know, like you are getting close to the menopause, so they will definitely help you and tell you what you need to do even prior to getting to that uh, period. So if I were to come to you, would you suggest at that point, if I had no symptoms, to go to a dietitian? Definitely. Uh, sometimes you see different things, like even when you have the patient, especially if you have seen the patient for quite some time, you do know what's going on with the patient. So if you see that they maybe are getting a little bit overweight at that time, or if it's something that is going on in their mouth, you do feel it, you do know what's going on with the patient. So at that time, you will know if something is, is different. So you will tell them at that time if they need to do anything or not. So what's the worst case scenario? You can lose your teeth. And um, you can have, uh, and sometimes it's very difficult at that time when you lose your teeth because it's very aggressive at that time if, you, if it's only during menopause. So do, it's very hard also to get dentures because the bone level will be very low and uh, probably would be impossible to get implants because the bone is not going to be there. It's going to be all resorbed. But also dentures, it will be a very hard time because of the dry mouth, because of everything going on. It's going to be very hard to, uh, to keep it. Um, the holistic nutritionist that I'm working with doing this metabolic balancing yes. diet um, is very big on vitamin D. I have the drops that are 1,000 IUs per drop, and it's 5,000 IUs a day she wants me to yes. have. So that's good for my teeth too, right? That's very good. Vitamins and uh, minerals are very good at um, menopause time, also during, you know, like other times. But uh, because... Here, we don't have much sun, so definitely vitamin D, we are in need always, especially here in Canada. So definitely, I would say that vitamin D is uh, is a great thing. And also some other supplements um, would be amazing, like maybe iron supplements, because during menopause, of course, we have mm -hmm. um, anemia. So that's a very common thing that most of the women uh, do have. And probably some iron or maybe even some other vitamins that do have iron in them. What about calcium? I'd say that would calcium, be a big... Calcium, of course, and also magnesium is another one that is great um, and definitely will help for the bone generally and also in the mouth. So would you say that diet is more important even than care of your teeth? It is as important as the care of the teeth. Um, definitely you have to have the foundation. So I think nutritional, um, it's all is the foundation, but definitely you have to also um, maintain your teeth clean. All right, that's fabulous information. Now people will want to reach you. How can they reach you? They can reach me on my website is uh, www.dentalex.ca or anidadeti.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you very much for having me. This is what she said. Stay with us. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Adding some extra sparkle to your home is easy with Glass Lighting Gallery. Now with two locations to serve you, each featuring hundreds of in-stock pennants, lamps, and chandeliers to choose from. And both come with Glass Lighting Gallery's friendly staff that will help you find the perfect lighting solution for your home. It's bling for your home at Glass Lighting Gallery, 28 Converse Park Drive in Barrie, and now open in Aurelia at the corner of Mississauga and West Street. Visit glasslightinggallery.ca. What She Said is more than women-positive news. First, it's a radio show on the Jewel Network with a dedicated and growing audience of affluent men and women aged 35+. plus. But What She Said is also a digital platform with thousands of followers, the ideal target market for your brand. 
What She Said features companies and trendsetters, those on the leading edge of fashion, business, lifestyle, entertainment, travel, technology, and finance. Get your brand on What She Said and get results. Go to whatshesaidtalk.com. And now, more women-positive news you can use. This is What She Said. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio. What you are listening to is Worth It, the debut single by Toronto singer-songwriter Wes Mason. Welcome to What She Said, Wes. Thanks for having me. Now, so the vocals in that song were recorded in your bedroom. Yes. <laughs> that seems to be where so much great music is coming, and I guess has always come from. But you started creating music at the age of six, writing lyrics at 10. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, yeah. I started on piano when I was five, uh, and... You know, I, I kind of picked up guitar and drums along the way, but yeah, singing and songwriting came like later on. And poetry, a poet. Yep. There's, yeah. I, there's I, not I, many guys that would admit to being a poet. Yeah, well, <laughs> I actually, I entered a competition back in the day for a poem, and I mean, I didn't do very well, but I was always interested in it. <laughs> so do you find like poetry and lyrics quite different to write? Yeah, they're a very different process. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing, though, because there's always an idea you're trying to get across. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's whether it's to lyrics, like like lyrics would be to music, and you want to make sure that, you know, you're catching people's attention with interesting things that you're saying. So did so the lyrics, different, did the the lyrics come first for you or the music? Oh, um, the music usually. The music usually, yeah. even though you have the background in, in writing the lyrics and the poetry. That's, that's yeah. really interesting. Now, you, you are a multi-talented musician at age 18, so you won... Best Young Songwriter at the 2016 Toronto Independent Music Awards. Is that yes, right? I did, yeah. And you spent some of last month at the Sync Summit in Nashville. Yes. And also, at, is it the MIDEM Music or uh, MIDEM? MIDEM, yeah, MIDEM in Music Festival in Cannes. So that must have been pretty sweet. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I've never been to such a big... I mean, I've been to Canadian Music Week in Toronto, which is a huge music conference. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were there We were there recently just for the our first one, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Now, um, Worth It also features a slew of talented musicians, um, like Jim Sitterly on violin, who did yes. Rogue One, Jurassic World. Is it intimidating having like these veterans around? Well, it's it's a blessing for one thing. I mean, I got to go down to California and actually meet with Jim, and he's a really nice guy. Uh, but he's got so much advice and so much wisdom to share. And yeah, it's it's kind of intimidating, but it's it's really inspirational, and it That's it perfect. really gets me uh, motivated. So you are currently recording the debut EP? Yes. And that's set to be released when? Uh, August 15th. August 15th? Yes. Well, we will look forward to it, and we wish you all the best, Wes. Thank you so much. And well, thank you for joining us, and we will be back Sunday night at 10. But in the meantime, do follow us on social media. We are at What She Said Talk. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy Wes Mason with Worth It. They said you better take it slow Or else you never really know If you're after what you want You gotta let your feelings grow You gotta walk before you run But that's hard when you are young Drowns me in the ocean When you look towards something With your heart wide open I tell myself to stay away Cause I don't want the pain Is it a mistake To risk a heartbreak? It's always nice to walk the path again With someone that's a little more than a friend 
but it freaks you out Knowing what the past was all about Is it worth it? Is she worth it? Oh, well, is she worth it? All of my emotion drowns me in the ocean When you look towards something with your heart wide open I tell myself to stay away cause I don't want the pain Is it a mistake to risk a heartbreak? Is it worth it? Oh, is it worth it? Is it worth it? When you called me on the phone to say you had to be on your own, you caused my heart to break, but you were worth the ache I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it he just was one of those people he, he stood out he was a magic guy he really was a magic guy all, we all have force he had the same amount of force as we all have this was before Led Zeppelin Robert was full on I mean he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him he had the hair the jeans the whole thing you know and he was amazing the records and rock stars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts all the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.